We're doing inventive things. We're also killing the planet, but we're like doing great things. Here's what you missed last week, nerds. Doesn't make any sense. That was like such a Trump term. It's always considered one of the best. Listen to the podcastle. You know, nobody, nobody thought. Everybody said. No one said. Everyone said. Anybody can do this. No one can do it. That's no all can do it. he said. I can do it. Nothing can do it. specific. Everyone. Everybody. Oh. All these people. So many people. Many, many people. Listen to the podcastle. Gosh. Wait a minute. Oh. Yeah, right. The pimple. Oh, there goes the dynamite. Uh, the cutting edge history of our country has ever gotten so upset at Saturday Night Live for making fun of them. It is an attack on the media, John. The closest thing I can equivalent it to would be the Smothers Brothers show when Nixon used his political strings to have that show canceled when they criticized him in the late 60s. Uh, Somebody mentioned that. They were like, has anyone ever tried to, like, you know, fuck with television? And they were like, I think Nixon did. Like, that would be Trump's new thing. After, like, the wall never was built. He's going to be like, I'm going to get Sternet Live thrown off the air forever. The run is done. Angela Merkel, the chancellor of Germany, uh, was given a speech. and You know, Trump said recently, uh, Angela, it's a threat to America, the BMWs and the German cars coming in. And she said, well, our plant in North Carolina uh, employs like 30,000 people and all of our plants employ 300. I don't know how boosting your economy is a threat and yeah, they I think Trump needs to learn cars here at least, yeah, we, yeah, at least right. we have one at least one plant of every single car that's made pretty much in the whole world the thing Trump needs to know is he's a president you know you're above Saturday Night Live and if you really don't like yeah, what right. they're saying about you don't yeah, listen right. to it and if you hear it you're just adding more you know gas to the fire yeah. by by like bringing that up like I love how People he criticized says, Obama. Obama was like, oh, yeah, the, these guys, you know, it's a real, uh, it, it's a threat to uh, national uh, security for uh, jokes. Uh, Fred uh, Armisen is uh, not funny. Uh, every Hashtag president MAGA. has something you can make fun of that I've seen in my lifetime. George Sr. talked funny. Uh, uh, even like the candidates that ran against him, like Ross Perot talked funny. Then Bill yeah. Clinton, he was funny and he got caught in a sex scandal. So there's two things. And he was kind of overweight. Uh, George W. was like an airhead. Uh, Obama was cool and smoked cigarettes and liked basketball. Like it was really hard to make fun of him because he right. was pretty normal. Yeah. And even though he was completely not normal, if you look at the, yeah. the list of presidents. Trump is just so easy to make fun of and to like question almost everything that comes easy. stumbling out of his face. Right. Yeah. It's, like, it's so easy to do that. Like and when you're making a joke, Clark, you don't have an agenda. <laughs> it's just something is funny in front of you. That's, That's all it. it is. You don't have there's, any angle. It's just there's not an underlying hatred funny. of like I'm going to topple this guy with. My peppermint jokes scattered throughout. I'm gonna work No, you don't work real hard. You make it incredibly easy. It's almost becoming. We're almost like numb to it now. Right. 
It is. It's like it's funny. The things that Trump has said over his presidency so far. If if you take like any given week of his presidency and take like one or two tweets and throw that in like George Bush or Obama, it would be like national news for a year. Like I can't believe he said that, but we're so numb to it. We're like, oh, he attacked Saturday Night Live. Rules and regulations. Uh, okay, I'm gonna go to another like article now. Did you hear him? Was, uh, like I wrote like a parody of. We're gonna do a podcast. You've probably already tuned out, and uh, are now watching porn in your car. The All lights right. turned green. The lady yeah. to your right saw you jerking off. You're still in neutral. <laughs> now you're stalled, causing a disturbance. Here come the cops. Better eat those pills. Hashtag MAGA. Did Hashtag you hear that Bob. speech that he did? He's like, and then we'll get sued, and then we'll get sued again in the ninth district. Hashtag and then MAGA. We'll get a good shake, and then we'll get a bad shake. And we'll get a shamrock shake. And they'll bring really? all the boys to the yard. And then we're going to let Blatch shake it. And a shoe shine. Shake it off. Shake Twist. it. Taylor Swift's going to be there. At the Underschool Podcastle. John, what is your. Po- I'm curious about your, uh, your your vanilla flakes on this. What is your policy on shamrock shakes? Do you eat them? Do you drink them? I would not turn one down if someone said, let's go get a shamrock shake. I just never remember to go get one. Because I like Thin Mints, and that's basically what it is, right? Yeah, it's like liquid Thin Mints. Yeah, green. Green. Mm. For some reason, green milkshakes and green beer are better. Why? Yes. Because it's just different. It's new. I've never had a green beer. What? I've never had a green beer. (laughs) Right to the ball. Right to the ball. Blasphemous. Take it. Take it. I love the... the, the Registered blasphemy. Registered blasphemy. Who's the guy on the Steelers creating all this havoc this week? They're thinking about getting rid of him? Antonio Brown. He's been doing it for like a couple weeks. Uh, He doesn't want to play. Dude, for the first time ever, that franchise is in like disarray isn't it weird yeah. wait a minute the history of the nfl the patriots were like a joke team they were never good and yeah, the steelers like the, the steelers were always like you know the team <clears throat> yeah and now it's yeah, reversed like, it's, yeah remember like early 90s when the patriots had that like the patriot on the helmet like the the the, the old school cartoon the man it's just the man. a man a human Ooh. man Scardy's with us. Tweet us at the underscore podcast. Scardy is uh, having a Long Island weekend, apparently. There were some great pictures on the Instagram. Check out uh, Michael's Instagram of uh, an Alfa Romeo, uh, him sitting in thought in the East Hamptons, and some windmills, which I didn't know were uh, as popular as they were, but I Googled it. Apparently, the windmills of, of the Hamptons are breathtaking. Breathtaking. Yeah, they really all look the same, but there's so many of them. Um... Michael, we were just talking about shamrock shakes. Do you get those when they come out, or is that an Testicles, testicles. Uh, Peace. Trope. Peace. What do you think? What's your policy on the shamrock shakes? What the fuck? Trope. Mm, It's a good one. Definitely not overrated. Maybe we can find a clip. Yeah, every now and then. Yeah, Um, right. That's why. It's like Girl Scout cookies. The last time we were on the show together. Yeah, right. We talked about Atlantic City. Michael's in Atlantic City. And I uh, put on the Instagram, the podcast on Instagram, like a picture of the show and like, hey, the new episode's up. And I, I you know, tagged Let's Atlantic City. China. 
And all these shitty businesses started coming out of the woodwork liking it. Like it was like Atlantic City <laughs> modeling, Atlantic City marketing, Atlantic City barber. And they're like, you know, all Joe's liking breaks. it. Some were commenting on yeah. it like up, up, up. And I'm just like, what does that mean? What does up mean? What does that mean? Ivan's oil change. But it's so sad because the city is struggling and all these like businesses failing that have like their marketing trying to like get yeah, relevant. Oh we're like tweeting, you know, resharing this post, and they're like, "Atlantic City, bro! Atlantic City, oh Atlantic gosh. City modeling, Atlantic City used cars, Atlantic City's murderers, Atlantic City beer," and I'm just like, "Oh, we don't, we don't we're not there." Really, we busy. are uninformed. Yeah, I mean, it boggled my mind that there are actually stores open on the boardwalk in February. Right. Uh, you know, t-shirt shops. Most places are closed. Facials upstairs. The legit the rim shop. I just remembered thinking, um, (laughs) isn't there something else you could do seasonally? Maybe because clearly nobody's coming in to get a Jersey Shore T-shirt, you know, in the middle of February at 10 o'clock at night. Right. Yeah. What are they going to do? They were, you know, nobody was really going in them. I think the only kind of shopping I saw being done was people getting um, cartridges for vapes. Yeah. Wait a minute! The what were they vape carts. The, uh, no, is that what they are? I, I don't vape. Uh, what do you, what do you, people needed oils, recharge. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Right, the vapes. I don't want to get into uh, finance. The pods. Yeah, pods. Yeah. yeah. The pods. I need the a new vape pod. cartridges. CO two. Expensive. I'm like, I don't care. Expensive. Price. Give me the weed in the it, thing. It's more economically sound than just smoke cigarettes. And it just economically. They are eliminating cigarettes yeah. from everything. You can't smoke cigarettes on the Jersey shore now. What do you mean? No. It's a law. Oh. I'll tell you where you can buy them for dirt cheap. Like they're hiring dollars, uh, I think, for almost a carton. They're hiring the, high school principals. And all to the reservations. The people. Oh, the Indian reservations? You can buy cheap cigs? Oh yeah, uh, that's what the that's their bread and butter. Real the American tobacco. You can't actually gamble check on facts. the reservations here. So there's one in Shinnecock, and then there's uh, one in uh, uh, in Shirley Mastic. It's called the Puspatuck Reservation, where oh. people go to get the gas because the gas is really cheap. <laughs> um, How? But they can't they can't open up gaming. I guess because I researched this, they're not recognized. Uh, nationally by the Bureau of Indian Affairs, it's just recognized by the state. So even though Albany recognizes them as an Indian reservation, it's not federally owned, so they can't open up gaming. So the next biggest cash crop for them, of course, is tobacco. Tobacco. So it's just Mm. one tobacco shop. And, and, you know, these reservations, well, the one in Shinnecock is off the main road. That's off the old Montauk Highway. But the one in Mastic is like a neighborhood. It's like pulling into a development and just seeing little connexes and trailers and uh, people who even turn who who have residences where they'd never uh-huh. get away with the zoning uh-huh. anywhere else to actually uh-huh. have a shop in their house that sells tobacco. That's amazing because that's yeah, right of the zone. You can't right. do just from a health standpoint. I wonder if you're smoking one of those Indian cigarettes and you're coughing. It sounds like this. <laughs> How? 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 
Drew, why did you talk about OMG? This is the SEC kid who about us. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. You can get away with Tatanka. Tatanka. Buffalo. Tatanka. Hey, I heard the Indian casinos, they don't have to regulate the chance percentage of payouts and slot machines like other casinos do. Is that true? Like, you know, federally mandated casinos or regulated casinos, I mean, have to must have be their popular, machines have a time a time uh, mechanism that's like one out of every 100,000 pulls must be a win. But Indian casinos China, don't need to do China, that. China. But they do it anyway. All the old people like, oh, I hear a hot machine. Imagine when you uh, win, you finally win, and you realize it was after 100,000 different hands had touched that knob. Oh, right. You're like, oh, great, I oh, won, right. but now I'm dead. <laughs> the, uh, oh, the, um, the slot machines, though, people say that. You know, you get these old, like, wise folks that are like, you know how you win in the slot machine? You feel it. And if it's hot, if it's hot, <laughs> it means it's a hot machine. Really? We are uninformed. And it's like, that's not true. So you would be like a millionaire. You would know how to, like, win it. They're like, well. Right. Like it doesn't make Rules sense. Like, you know, it's always I always love the bullshit sage advice from people. It's like, yeah. you know what to do if you save the milk cartons, you can cure dialysis. Just donate them. I'm like, that's not true. If anybody like compliments me on some like task or or like something that I built or fixed, I don't. I make sure not to tell them how I did it because that's just all I, yep, you know what I did? I measured from that wall to that wall. Oh, oh, then I got a drop wall. cloth down, put it on the floor, and then I got the roller and dipped <sighs> it in uh, My day. in cloud blue paint. Yeah, right. <laughs> and uh, after cleaning all the paint off the floor that slipped through the drop cloth, I painted that wall, so thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that is story. I assumed. Yeah. On the hard floors taking my fingernails which are kind of dull right now and scraping off the little droplets of paint oh and uh yeah somehow you know i just paint yeah so i'm not done now all the traveling over um you know i figured i was going to use this nice three-day weekend to actually get some work done so i did get some painting done there it is you know it's it was so much more than the paint this particular wall was so beat up over the years that it required a lot of spackle it's still so i applied some some you know sheetrock and spackle paint oh there goes the dynamite but in the end it doesn't matter because it just looked like when i was done with it you know this beautiful french gray that i picked it looks great Mm. but if you get real close really that close if you look at the wall from uh, just you know, uh, an arm's length away. It looks like, it looks like I, you know, I, I put foundation over, uh, you know, an Someone ugly girl's pocked out face. Oh no! Pocked <laughs> so all over this wall, damaged. I love heavy layer. I would do the same thing. There's something about that. You just want to like scrape them off. Like when HD, sometimes you're like, oh, geez, they're actually kind of hideous under that makeup. They're kind of, yeah, kind of hideous. The face of the moon. So that, like on this wall, there's just too many divots everywhere because, you know, this house is going on, uh, yeah, it's, it's over 50 years old. And yeah. uh, it's had, had to paint over all the blood. Yeah. I don't want to get into finance. paint over all the blood stains on the wall, the blood smashes. <laughs> yeah. Happy presents, by the way, guys. Yes. Happy, what? 
China. Happy President's China. Day. China. China. Um, I put together a little, a little uh, venture here about the U.S. president, some, some uh, facts about the presidents. If you guys are interested in hearing Dick us. Got some some oh, uh, well I don't have them offhand, but check. let's look them up. Yeah, so absolutely. how many national emergencies have been declared by presidents and what are they? That's well, the first maybe uh, national emergency that was ever declared was um, well see the National Emergencies Act of nineteen seventy five allows the president to declare a national emergency. Wait a minute. He must outline the specific emergency powers he is using under existing statutes. Uh, there have mm-hmm. been 58 national emergencies yeah, right. since this was um, activated. Jeez um, Wait a minute. Since then. So it's been a short Jeez Louise. run, if you will, since they were mm-hmm. able to do that. But before that, the term was just kind of limited to presidential powers. Right. Uh, the first national emergency... Since this took office, was oh, Jimmy Carter needed the bandage. No, uh, it was Jimmy Carter. It's got to be the Carter. It was the Carter administration. Uh, a national emergency was in response to the Iran hostage crisis, which froze Iran's assets in the United States, and this is still in effect today. There it that is. That was on November fourteenth, nineteen seventy-nine. He had one more. It further uh, furthered prohibition on transactions with Iran, um, so that if there was anything currently still in place, uh, misogynistic, it would kind of affect that as well. So there wasn't any legality loophole like, yeah, well, we were already doing this. No. So Stop. I was uh, was doing some math here. Math, math. And I did mm-hmm. 1975. The cutting edge radio. 2019. And that the gives cutting you 44. Edge radio. Am I correct? Someone use a calculator. 40, Check me. The cutting so edge four, radio. Forty-four years and fifty-eight national emergencies. And that's and since wait that, a minute. Since then, how many presidents? We got Ford, Carter, Reagan, Bush. Ford never declared Clinton, one. Bush, Obama, Trump. So that is now Nine, eight, eight presidents. Yeah, and Obama, Bush. Obama oh. did declare. Yeah, and Clinton have the same amount. They each have an equal amount of emergencies. Oh. And the president praised President Obama for what she said was, I wonder if we can get a clip, a great emergency. It was a national emergency. It was a great emergency. Uh, maybe we can find a clip. <laughs> it was a great mess. I got to get find a clip. Line. I'm sorry. Really, I thought it was funny. It was really a great, great emergency. Great. The best really emergency great. ever. Uh, I learn about it in schools. Did you know that George Washington had terrible decaying teeth that were dentures made from ivory, yes. spring, and brass screws? And walrus tusk. And, oh, because they had a guy that could wrestle a walrus and pull his tusk out and make a tooth for George Washington back then. That's the thing, though. Could you imagine if that was today, if some poachers, uh, if you had a president that was wearing poached teeth? Oh, gosh. It wouldn't be comfortable. Yeah, it's a giant. They have huge teeth. Do you know that the very first bring the the hammer of justice down? The hammer Hammer of justice. The very first graduate of Princeton University was the fourth president himself, Mr. James Madison. First person to ever graduate from Princeton. And where did Thomas Jefferson go? 
It's still I'm Jeff, I know this one. I'm oh, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to say he went to... Uh, William and Mary. Yeah, William and Mary. You and your wife he founded that, didn't he? No. There it is. He, uh, he kept pet mockingbirds. Uh, Jefferson and he actually founded them. West Point, believe it or not. Um, oh. and, well, I mean, that's kind of an open debate. Oh. He, uh, he gets the credit. He wanted West Point for the engineers, you say, U.S. Army Corps of Engineers. So even though he was not really pro-military, because back then uh, military was considered big government. Oh. Uh, and in a way, oh, it know. still is. I mean, oh. it's... Well, yeah, it's like they have to... the last say. Yeah. The if final, they right. need to. But he wanted to the bombs. So like, he wanted to beef up the, bombs. the military, the army. Uh, some sidewinders. I like it. West Point. Which U.S. president was a big fan of skinny dipping? That would be John Quincy Adams, the son of John Adams. Every morning, the president dived Trump? nude into the Potomac mm, for his daily exercise routine. Oh, look at him. Jeez. Yeah. He was like Michael Phelps, but like didn't swim competitively. He just like did it to like, you know, he move did around because that's like all there was to do back then. Right. Just yeah. to, to flop around. Swim around for hours. Let it just hang. Cannonball. Cannonball. Let him flop. The seventh president, Andrew Jackson, kept a giant. I'm not going to read all the presents, by the way. I'm just going to pepper a few interesting ones. Gave a giant block of cheese. Had a giant block of cheese, which weighed 1,400 pounds that he kept in the White House. Wait a minute. The public eat it after his time in office was done. So this disgusting piece of cheese that weighed 1,400 pounds was in the open, getting all kinds of mold or whatever, and people would just eat it. <laughs> yeah, kind of sick. Really, uh, yeah, kind of gross. Uh, uh, yeah. What the fuck? Who was that? Who did that? That was um, Andrew Jackson. A common man. Who ha- Do you guys know who had the most children of any president? Well, there's a good one. I'm going to say officially or unofficially. China. Uh, that's Dick Willie. Oh okay. yeah, right. Most children. Clinton has 50. <laughs> I'm going to say Kennedy. Okay. Oh. I would have said no, the same. Kennedy only had two. Kennedy was of many children. Excuse me. No, I'm stupid. That is not true at all. Take that back. Oh, no. Kennedy uh, might have had, had that. Like that we know of. Right, yeah. Kennedy's like Clinton. No. He probably did have the most yeah, children. Yes. Also um, yeah, back I'm going to say a hell of a game. Kicked a hell of a game. Kicked a hell of a game. Oh shit! I'm damn, I'm a Sam Makusa. I don't want to get into finance. Is that just like nothing? That's just like jive. And he was a Mama really Sam, weird Sam, guy. Kusa. Or Bush, is that like maybe. another language? He had a bunch of girls too. I'm gonna say Bush. It was actually President yeah. John Tyler. Had Tyler. 15 mm-hmm. children. Oh, 15. Oh. Oh, there goes the dynamite. Tyler. Tyler. Yeah, it's strange. Fuck you and your white privilege attitude. Uh, The only unmarried president was the only president from Pennsylvania, and that was James Buchanan, who a lot put in the list of one of the worst presidents. Misogynistic. Really stopped the Civil War from happening. What did he do? How did he fuck that up? He just kind of didn't do anything. Oh, he was just like, yeah, we'll just kind of see what happens. 
Yeah. No, sir, the South is revolting. Yeah. I'm going to secede. No, we'll, we'll just see what happens. Have to check your facts. Uh, I'm not going to do it. It's too much yeah, work. Do you gentlemen know the only president to serve two non-consecutive terms? What? Meaning, meaning yes. They, Garth, uh, not, uh, Rutherford B. Hay, uh, uh, no. Wait a minute. Uh, ballpark. Uh, um, uh, it's not James Garfield. Uh, presidents from the 18th. Grover Cleveland. Grover Cleveland. Yes. Yeah. Wait a minute. The 22nd and the 24th president. That's insane. It, it is insane. I didn't know you were allowed to do that. It's crazy. All those guys run together. Oh, yeah. Jimmy Carter could it's run again music. if he wanted to. He could oh, yeah. indeed. Oh, yeah. He could indeed. Couldn't Slick Willie also, or did he? Wasn't he just one term? No, he's done. He was there are no other one-term presidents alive. That is true. Bill was two. And oh, wow. if he were still alive, Ford could have run twice because he was never yes. elected. Yeah, absolutely right. White privilege attitude. It's, yeah, absolutely right. Fuck you and your white privilege attitude. It's, uh, this president, the Cutting Edge Radio. Used cutting his first radio. name, but it was actually his middle name, and that name was Calvin, as in Calvin Coolidge. Ooh, the cutting edge radio. They say Calvin Coolidge used to have fun playing with the elevator in the White House. Yeah. Wait a minute. Know. You know your history. Like, I guess playing elevator games or something. I don't know what he did. Maybe he not running the country. Hit the like, stop button or something. Other people couldn't get up. <laughs> Uh, Camp David was named after President Eisenhower's five-year-old grandson, David. That's where the name Camp David comes from. Uh, Which White House president donated, White House president, which president donated his entire White House salary to charity? I don't want to get into finances. Before Trump. Testicles, testicles. Uh, donate to salary. Um, good question. Ooh, Trump donate. Oh, give you a hint. It was a rich guy. It was somebody from a wealthy family. What, who does Trump donate to? Well, hey, you know what? No, I'm gonna Kennedy. Uh, it, I guess nobody really knows for sure. I, I think he gives it to <laughs> the human fund. <laughs> to the military. And, <laughs> I don't know. But uh, money for it's people. not really disclosed. I don't know. Kenny was rich, but I'm pretty sure he kept his money. Yeah, uh, so I don't know. I'm gonna say. Frangible. You were right on Roosevelt. Maybe it was you Roosevelt. I got the right track. It was John Kennedy. Donated his salary to Teddy. I didn't know that. Charity. What charity? Oh. Uh, who was the Ask only president to serve? Planned Parenthood. As both president and vice president without actually being elected to either. Wait office. a minute. Oh. Wait well, a minute. Jerry Ford. Yes, you're right, Michael. So Ger- you're a designated Jerry Ford. survivor. What the fuck? Designated. Nobody's ever really elected to vice president. Well, yeah, I guess you are. You're chosen. Uh, which, which president loved jelly beans but hated Brussels sprouts? And tomatoes. Loved jelly beans. Kept them on his desk. But hated Brussels sprouts. The tentacle porn debacle. Uh, 
I can give you guys say. a hit if you'd like. There oh, it huh. is. I mean, who likes uh-huh. Brussels sprouts? The Cutting Edge yeah, Radio. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say it's Carter out of the Iron Cutting Edge Radio. He hates jelly beans, or he, he likes jelly farm. beans. Well, he was a oh, yeah. no likes jelly beans, but hated Brussels sprouts because he was, you know, he was an agriculturist. He was. I don't really know jelly beans. Um, oh my gosh! I don't know uh, Nixon. I'm gonna... So it's interesting. That president would be Ronald Reagan. Damn. So it's interesting. Love, love jelly beans. I, uh, I love myself I, uh, jelly beans. Sometimes I call myself Jelly Bean. The great ideas start at the dinner table, and if your parents don't ask you about that, then call them out on that and nail them on it. That would be very, very arrogant. For the last time, hmm. uh, the Just first president no. is Brussels sprouts. Tear. <laughs> president Gorbachev, tear down these Brussels sprouts. They are well, we stinky. did have. We definitely talked about missiles, and something was definitely packed. It's still um, kabooming. George Bush was the president who has uh, an MBA. He graduated from Harvard Business School in 1975. Yeah, right. Uh, the you president, know the only president who's never been to college, no degree? I'm going to guess. I don't know, but I'm going to say it was Andrew Johnson. George Washington. Fuck you and your white privilege. Oh. Correct answer is oh, interesting. Truman, Harry. Oh, I like it. Mm. Oh. Harry S. Truman. More useless information that I learned in college. Oh, it makes sense. It comes up one will shit you would use. Trust me. Like, it's a great conversation. And do you know the only president to have a PhD? Woodrow Wilson. Really? We are uninformed. Woodrow Wilson. Yes. Woodrow Wilson. Do you know Harry Truman's middle name, S, stood for nothing? It was just oh, S. Oh, I knew it. That's why there's no period. Damn it. I want to do Wait that. a minute. Yeah. Just what use about a letter dot. On bills? Oh, I <gasps> like that. That gingerly topic. Mm. Cutting edge radio. Wilson. Does anybody know what bill he's on? The... The thousand? I would say the Did thousand. Did we talk about this in another show? Maybe we did. Wait a so. minute. I don't think so. Oh. I like this. I, I'm going to say a thousand dollar bill. Where's the five hundred? Is it the five hundred? It's the one hundred thousand dollar bill. Oh, we wow! Do they even make those anymore? Like, bill. why would you ever carry that note? Yeah, exactly. Well, I don't yeah. think they do. But like, how dangerous! You're moving mad money. And the thousand dollar bill embodies, if I remember correctly. Is it McKinley? Isn't McKinley on the $1,000 bill? I think you're right. I don't know. That's my guess. Wait a minute. It is going to be uh, misogynistic. Can you imagine seeing finding like a $100,000 note on the ground? I would throw it away. It's fake. Or I would like keep it and just be like, yeah, it's real, but never use it because I didn't think it was real. I was not take it anywhere without somebody saying this is fake. They'd run every I don't want to get into finance test on it and still say it was fake. Right. I don't want to get into uh, finance. Grover Cleveland the, is on the thousand dollar bill. Oh, Grover. So now that we've actually mentioned what, well, these two have something in common. Every president that's been assassinated. I'll bet that, to us that's probably oh, a really easy question, but I'll bet to a millennial. I'll bet most could not answer that. 
I agree. Yeah. Uh, I, I could take a stab at it. No pun intended. He's not <laughs> um, Take a stab. Okay. The presidents that were shoot. actually assassinated were James Garfield. I'll give it a shot. Uh, William McKinley. Abraham Lincoln. John Kennedy. Right. The pimple. And... That's it. That's it. Yeah. Okay. While there were others with assassination attempts, and there's probably some that we don't even know. Oh, right. Let's see. Going back. So you got uh, you got Reagan, you got Ford. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. You got Roosevelt. Yeah, right. Uh, McKinley didn't die right away. He was he died later yeah, on. Right. Yeah, right. He was assassinated. Yeah, right. Who else had an attempt? Yeah, right. Uh, Carter had an attempt. Did he? Yeah. yeah I think oh. you're right. I think so. I believe you're right. You said Reagan, right? Really? We are Reagan, uninformed. Yeah. Carter, I believe, did have an assassination attempt, and that was... God, that's three in a row. Maybe he did it. I thought he did. Uh, uh, I know Ford did. Ford. That's who I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of Ford. Mm-hmm. Cutting edge radio. Uh, believe it or not, according to the U.S. Mint, they still produce those large bills. Five thousand dollar radio. bills, ten thousand dollar bills, one hundred thousand. Um, okay, so ask. Well, then let's see who's on the five hundo. I'm gonna say the Cutting Edge Radio. Five hundo was a. I'll give you a hint. It was an assassinated uh, oh. Perez. Okay, then that's McKinley. You're absolutely right. Your oh, dick okay. is in the butter. Is... is Kennedy? Uh, is Kennedy on any currency? <laughs> Kennedy's on the fifty cent for the half dollar. You know your history. There See me after class. See me after class for a blowjob. Uh, oh, you said Grover Cleveland, right? Not there Garfield it is. is on the Garfield Cleveland. Thousand. There it is. Yes, that's correct. Okay. There's so also earlier a... on they had something common, but they don't. William McKinley is also on the gold dollar coin, the commemorative gold dollar coin. I thought it was in the Native American. Could be as well. I thought it was. You're thinking a... of Susan B. Anthony. No, you're thinking of Sacagawea. Yeah, Sacagawea. Look at you and your coin knowledge. Who's in B. Anthony coins are not that coin knowledge? I love coins. I think there's more Susan B. Anthony coins out there probably than there are uh, half dollars. Yeah, I agree. I know a casino once was putting out a lot of half dollars because there was a 50 cent bet at this blackjack table. I think it was in Oklahoma in a casino that I went to. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, so you had to buy uh, 50 cent bets. So you had to basically buy um, half dollars from oh. the casino to bet. I, I like when you see the quarters from the bicentennial that have the Jefferson in the back with the drum from 1976. Oh, yes. You see those in circulation. Remember when the uh, quarters came out with the um, the states in the back? Yeah, like, so exciting. Like, they didn't have them at once, but then you're like, oh, Hawaii's out. 
Right, yeah. All of a sudden, right. yeah. there was only like three. It was like Pennsylvania, yeah. Massachusetts, right. and Virginia. Oh, yeah. Delaware. Mississippi yeah. wasn't even. Colorado. Yeah. Whoa. There's a bull in mine. Mississippi wasn't even. They didn't even have a quarter for it. It was just a, a welfare uh, IOU that they gave. It was weird because <laughs> the state's so poor. Yeah. It sad. Too. They had like a wooden chip. Yeah, it was just it was crazy. <laughs> Florida had a meth, uh, syringe on it. California had a dime bag of taco. Coke. It was just it was weird. Really weird. Um, I liked it though. It was fun. How many? Here's a good trivia question. Now, how many like Democrats have put their hat in the ring for presidential nominee 2020? I think three hundred fifty thousand. So. It's ridiculous. Every single one. Two million. I don't know how many. I mean, I could probably just name every congressperson and uh, and senator and billionaire that happens to be a Democrat. Uh, so so far, I don't know if you look if anybody can look at this, but let's see I if think, I can. I name think I'm them. on the nomination. There's just so many. <laughs> so there's number one, of course, being Kamala Harris. Kamala then there's Liz Warren, Harris. Cory Booker. There's a guy from West Virginia named Richard Ojeda, but it's really Ojeda, and he, Ojeda. Uh, he I Ojeda. guess he doesn't want. He's like his white. No, no, he's so white looking, jet. so I guess he doesn't want to be an Ojeda. No, the common jet. baseball name. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see what else. What was we getting here? Uh, did, I, did I already? Oh, he's What's his name? Howard Schultz. No, I don't think you mentioned. So I think I put out five so far. That's a lot. With, there's more too. There's, there's like there's yeah I know there's, there's got to be talking about it. There's at least twenty that it are. Doesn't like, matter because once once Biden says he's going to do it, it's over. Oh yeah, Biden style. Yeah, that's right. Did you guys? And know they're going to end up as in like celebrity boxing. I believe is now in Beto. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're Beto. Right. We announced. You're right. I heard about oh, Roberto. Yeah, Biden. Yeah. That's He's gonna destroy him. I have right. a question about the uh the, the, back to the currency question. Oh yeah, let's get back to that. So the twenty dollar bill is Jackson. Right. Wasn't there some thing two years ago where people wanted to change it? That never really happened, right? I, I thought so. it was going to happen. It's just gonna take like years. Yeah, what well, Harriet Tubman be, was supposed uh, to be on the twenty dollar bill, right? Or yeah, Sojourner Truth. Sojourner. Sojourner Truth. Sojourner. I don't think no, they should so change journey. Jackson though. He's a U.S. president. Like, it's yeah. part of money and history, right? I so think the they should change it every year. It's fucking boring. Presidents are the hundred and the ten. Yes, you're right. Ben Franklin and uh, Alexander Hamilton. They're probably Big looking ben. to replace the ten dollar bill of Alexander Hamilton with Lin Manuel Miranda. Snake. Right. Yeah, they're gonna it's gonna have a musical note to it. Uh have you guys ever seen okay. a dollar uh coin with Eisenhower on it? It's like massive. Yeah. It's huge. I love it. Now, Silver dollar. Dwight D. Dwight D. Yes, the D I in it. the middle stands for They're cool. Dick. Dick. Does it? No. It's actually Dwight Dwight Eisenhower. It's, it's David, weird? actually. <laughs> it's Diego. No, it's Dwight. There's a good Double question. Dwight. Can you name all the five-star generals? 
Oh, I th- that were presidents? I could. Yeah, Cutting edge sleep. radio. I could name them. There was uh, Washington. I sleep. Washington. It's the only chance I have if I do a oh. sleep. Right? Jackson. Uh, yes. Uh, Zachary Taylor. Right? Zachary Taylor sounds like the name of like a boy band member. That I don't Justin know. Timberlake, Jonathan Zachary Taylor, Taylor Jonathan Taylor Thomas, and Mark Paul Gosler. <laughs> Mark Paul Gosler. Hey, speaking of uh, of 90s actors, uh, I had Marty York over yesterday. I was helping him with something. Yeah, yeah, from the Sandlot. Mm-hmm. And he was saying that, he was telling all these stories. We were, he was here for like eight hours, man. I was helping him with this. Oh we had some pizzas. Oh my gosh. So we started talking about heaven. It was really exciting, but he was talking about these '90s, like '90s stories, because he, he was on all these like shows, like Boyd's World, and right. He he was saying he was playing basketball, like on set with Jonathan Taylor Thomas and a few other people, and that Jonathan Taylor Thomas like tripped over him, started crying, and he's like, he was such a little pussy. This little bitch oh started crying. Yeah, Marty tripping. He was all crying. I wanted to kick his ass, and I was like, "Oh, you should have kicked Seriously? his ass." Seriously, is it? Was uh, it yeah. when like JTT was like real famous, like you know, with the long flowing locks, and he was like the main character on Home Improvement? Yeah, because Marty did, I guess, uh, one episode of Home Improvement. Uh-huh. So on set, they were like playing basketball, and he was like, "That kid was such a little bitch." Hey, I wonder if he, he ever if he ever got an offer to show up as Yeah Yeah in anything else. Yeah, I don't know. Wouldn't that have been funny if he was just there being that asshole and saying, yeah, yeah? I think he tried to, but they said, no, no. And he was like, okay, okay. Uh, no. Uh, JTT, uh, uh, such a little bitch. <laughs> JTT. Uh, well, he's got to come on and tell more stories like that. Uh, I told anything I told else? Him. Any other juicers you can tease us with? Any ticklers? Any feathers? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah the, the kid, he was on like eight episodes of Boy Meets World. So do you remember the nerdy guy in Boy Meets World? Not Corey Matthews, but like the other one. Yeah, that was um, like uh, Topanga and I are going to be husband and wife. Yeah, oh, that's his name. Not you don't talk about right? Yeah, but like the Nerdstrom version. Yeah, he had the glasses. Yeah, I can't remember well, his name, but yeah. Well, that guy, he said that you know they would they all shared a trailer on these sets, um, and that kid acted exactly oh. like he did on the show. Oh, so like, he nobody character. He was, was just method. a nerd. The whole time. Oh, it's just who he really was. Yeah. He wasn't what like was in character. Weren't we supposed to get Belding on the show? Yeah, Richard Haskins. Yeah, I think he's eating yogurt. Yeah. Fat, fat added yogurt somewhere. We gotta get Belding to get on. Him on. It's non-fat. Just gotta get there Richard is Haskins. so much juice. Because I think that's the only guy that hasn't put a book out. So wait, was Marty saying that that kid, yeah, right. I can't remember his name, Pinkstrom? Dennis. Pinkus? Pinkus? Pinkus. Is that it? He, yeah, it was like Pinkus or something. He he was a nerd, or was he like in character? Was he like a five-year-old Daniel Day-Lewis? No, he was saying 14. he was... Uh, he acted like that in real life, because I guess they had to do school on the set. Like, for a certain amount of hours, they had to still have like a tutor. Yeah. So he was like, that kid was really like, um, I believe the uh, the uh, gastronomical uh, equation of the, uh, like he was just like a, a super nerd in real life. Whoa. Really awkward. Oh, okay. So yeah. he was studying like crazy shit while Marty was studying, you know. I've yeah, often wondered how good the, the table of elements here are the kids. gases. 
because you know that they probably yeah. uh, you know, we're kind of tutored as Hollywood hire. You know, these kids can't Fail go to school. Only the best. Right. That's what I would best. think. You'd think. No, no, no. You wonder though. Hmm. You wonder. What wasn't that show? Wasn't there was a show where a guy's like a tutor for this young kid actor? The Cutting Edge Radio. Oh. Maybe it's a movie. Maybe it's a movie. I'll think of it. The Cutting Edge Radio. Teachers, teachers want to be The Cutting actors. Edge Radio. I mean, a lot of them in New York, they teach, but they want to perform. Yeah. Wait a minute. They're actually drama teachers. Speaking of... Yeah, right. Uh, professionals yeah, right. who take a different path in life once they get discovered. Did anybody watch Ken Jong's uh, stand-up special on Netflix? No. <laughs> Was it... It's pretty, pretty weak. I turned it off. I gave it about 20 minutes. And it was just the same bullshit routine of the angry Asian who uh, talks about, you know, his career and his life. And and just the way he says it, uh, it's funny for a second. But how many times can you hear it? I just go, I'm Hollywood now, bitch. Right. So like I used to be a doctor. My wife was a doctor. She's still a doctor, but I'm a fucking actor now, bitch. Was that wait? Is it a new special that he's doing? It's his first stand-up I, special on Netflix. He says that yes. like a hundred times in the first three minutes. I could yeah. after you know, at exactly oh, really? at exactly eight minutes. I was like, nope, I can't even get through the whole thing just to talk about it on the show. He uses the American audience tragedy that the guy left medicine. That's my opinion on it. I think that's just as sad. Hangover. As You're talking about uh, Ken Jong, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's like an angel losing its wings, falling from the sky. A doctor leaving medicine, especially for take something. A, take a back. Know, his moves are funny, not to take away from his his character, but yeah, or characters that he's played. Because I've been a big, you know, Hangover fan. Right, but Leslie, uh, it's just—it's a travesty, really. That is, you know, he's not that great. His shtick is just monotonous. He uses audience members, but yeah, and he talks to the audience all the time. But then he's like, "You better not fucking upstage me." You mean your last name is Ho? My wife's maiden name is Ho. (laughs) My wife's maiden name is Ho. Right? How do you say it again? That's a good impression. Ladies and gentlemen, Ken Jong is now on the podcast. Well, Ken, what's your wife's last name? Bitch. And then so my wife's maiden name is Ho, but she's <laughs> she's still a doctor, and I'm a fucking actor, bitch. <laughs> you say Judd Apatow approached me all the is that time. A thing? So Judd Apatow like approached me, and I got this gig when I was on vacation week from my job at what? What's the name of his hospital? It's a uh, Chapel Hill, Permanente, Saint Sebastian. What's the one in Permanente there in in? Hollywood Kaiser. or Los Angeles. Kaiser okay. Permanente. Yeah. Children's Fucking Memorial. Kaiser. This is where he does the jerk off. The Kaiser Permanente. Fucking Kaiser. Oh. <laughs> so he's like a hack. Not fucking quit, bitches. <laughs> so he's kind of a hack. He's just not Right, funny. like he's going to ride this, the, hit, the jerk that. off, and throw it at <laughs> you until he dies. He, he like, was that's doing timeless. That. He was doing that jerk-off thing on, like, old Conan O'Brien when, like, the first Hangover came out when Conan was still on, like, NBC. I remember he, like, came out and did that. And he's like, whoa, what are you doing? You can't do that. He's like, no, it's like fucking confetti or something. You know, he tried to, like, downplay it. But he was doing that for, like, that's, like, that that joke is, like, 15 years old. 
I know. It's great. It's just his way of getting back at his father because you can tell he never really wanted to be a doctor. His old man made him do it. Um, yeah. He always wanted to be a comedian, I guess, but, you know, he, it was all about, now I can get back my my, my daddy. Yeah. Son, you got to be a fucking doctor. One day you're going to be working yeah, right. like Kaiser. I mean, he's I not know. like a leading um, man, right? I mean, no. you could still make more money being a surgeon, probably. I don't, I'd be too humiliated to be this little guy who runs on the screen naked after I just came from a career as, you know, tiniest a, an operating surgeon. Right. Tiny what is penis. he doing now? What is he Misogynistic. Just doing stand-up? Penis. You know, I don't know because, again, I had to turn it off. It just wasn't that good. So maybe he was promoting something. I don't know. I mean, he was on the show Community. Uh, Dr. Ken. He's always always popping up in TV shows, movies. Like, you know, he's just like the the Asian guy. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, exactly. Like a million little cameo tiny roles. My character, Chow. Chow. My wife's name is Ho. He started oh like making fun of Vietnamese people, and I was like, I don't get that. I, the I tentacle can't porn don't know yeah. what Vietnamese people are like. That isn't funny to me. Like he's testicles, used the audience testicles. for like four minutes, uh, and it was none of it was really funny. Um, oh, he's doing audience dude, for like eight minutes. It was like the audience, him and him in the audience. I was like, dude, get that's to, the worst. Fucking get to it. That's the worst that they use the audience. It, that's like I a, hate it. I think it's like cheating. Of comedy. I, I think it's, it's cheating. Like my, my buddy Matt Lewis said. We'll do it live. Fuck it. He's a comedian out here. He goes, if you have to keep it, asking the audience how they're doing, they ain't doing that well. Right. You know, if you have right. to keep it. Like, how you doing? What about you up there? You know, it's like you're not. Yeah, yeah right. You're just kind of. You got drowned. nothing. Yeah, right. Stop. I felt so bad for this comedian once. It's I was at a club in New York years ago. I was like when I was in college and. Took these kids who uh, were yeah. um, part of the, the theater department. They weren't from New York, so I'm showing them. A, it was their freshman year, and I'm showing them around town. I took them to a comedy club, and uh, yeah. this one poor guy just really crashed and burned. He was calling out the audience for any anything he could get, and he pulls this one table uh, uh, into the show and says, "So there's." One girl and three guys. Do you know that out of every single guy, there's always one that that wants to fuck you? Yeah, that's it. That one that wants to fuck you. And I was like, Jesus. <laughs> oh, okay. oh. bad for the guy. He had to take a break, like drinking the water. <laughs> like, oh, sorry. Really, well, that's we what are it was when I first wrote it down. You know, like that was like the base of the joke, and then you know he probably like turned it into something funny. But he was like so drunk, he's like, "Trust me, yeah, three at one out of three are gonna bang you tonight. It's gonna happen. Three at one, gonna yeah. That's that's funny. Facials upstairs. It's sad when you see a comedian on stage and they're like failing, and then they like kind of get angry because the night's not going well. Like rather than just suck it up and move on, they're like. Yeah, what's the matter with you? You look like you fucked B. Arthur out there. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. You're, now you're just like being insulting. What are you doing? Oh, uh, yeah. There that's going to be is. the worst feeling. If you can't pull anything else and you're like stuck and you just go to the audience right. and then you get stuck even more. Like there's no one like weird I, looking I in the audience like, to make fun of. 
I feel like right. Ken Everyone's is just the kind of guy where even if he fucks up a, the a punchline or Keep something going. and people don't laugh, he'll just be like, whatever. Even if I got fired, I was a fucking rich doctor. I, you know, I was rich before I was an actor, and I'm still a fucking actor. And even if I suck it as a comedian, I'm still fucking rich. Bitches. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, like Netflix already paid me. Right. <laughs> well, then what the just hell like am they... I watching this for? If you're just like half ass and have no material left, you're just going to brag for an hour when you lick. They probably paid the audience to be extras. Like they found people in the it, it really, it really, really felt like half of the audience was. I don't want to get into finances. Right. Yes. The way that they were cheering, I was like, "No one, no one likes this guy that much." I mean, he's funny, but he's not like stand up and roar and whistle. Yeah, no, and I thought holler. maybe I'd be the only one. No, yeah, he's right. a side character. Yeah, no one's like dying in the audience. Like, oh, this guy, it's great. I saw it pop up, and I was like, it's "No awesome. way, that's funny at all." He's gonna just talk about being in Hangover and being Chinese, right? right. Korean. He's like the Gallagher Korean of the Asian yeah, culture right. in 2019. Is he Korean? Yeah, right. Gallagher. He's, well, he's from Detroit. Gallagher at least smashed things. Yeah. <sighs> he's from you know, Detroit. Like, he was right? trying to be a comedian in like the uh, the early part of the 2000s era. You know, he just didn't get discovered until he, he talks about 2007. I'm curious to get your uh, dick knocked up being his first breakthrough. But he had done like some bit parts here and there before. Like he, Knocked see, he up. Was, re- oh, he was he the doctor? Into this. He was trying really hard to be a movie star or a comedian or a TV star, whatever. Anything but medicine was what he was trying to do. And so I guess Judd Apatow picked him up when he was doing a, a comedy routine. And he had a job for a guy who was an angry doctor in Knocked Up. And then he cast him in that role right he had like said, no hey, bedside manner awesome so then i fucking quit now don't worry we'll take care of it we really appreciate you coming thanks well i see the chosen one didn't work out neither did the on-call doctor i thought the problem was you bitches bitches i remember him now and knocked up he's oh, just like two he has like no bedside manner he's just like straight he's forward up mitzvah in san francisco and he didn't tell us though nice yeah shalom any questions right now, Allison? Yeah, how long do you think that this might take? Excellent question. Every pregnancy is different. Every pregnancy is unique, right? Your vagina is not the same as room 207, right? Like, um, okay? Seth Rogen's like, how can you just say it that way? Right. You know? Yeah, that was like a shtick in that. Yeah, it he was, was just, just like deadpan. Right. No bed side. Deadpan, pan. like it could be ugly. Could come out. Dead, yeah, right. Deadpan. I heard he was a dick to his nurses in the ORs. He seems Probably. like because he hated his job. Exactly. Right. That's a pretty tough job to hate. I mean, that's a commitment to get through to that, you know? It's not just like, oh, I got stuck working at the welding plant because my dad did it and I squeezed in. It's like you have to study and, like. Yeah, right. Oh, it kind of shows a lack of backbone, right? Dude, I mean, but like the pressure that to like just bulldoze through and somehow learn this shit that you don't even want to do that like hardly anybody can learn. Oh my god, painful. Couldn't like do unless it. he cheated on his tests, which I think is impossible at some point when you're trying to become a doctor. Oh, yeah, it's, it's like hard to when, do if you hate it. 
Fuck right. you and your it's, white it's, privilege. It's, it's a commitment. It doesn't make any sense. Bitches. Bitches. My wife's name is Ho. <laughs> Bitches. Oh, they got from all three uh, hangovers. Hanging. I wonder what his Good net, question. you know, his paychecks were from each movie. I don't like want to get into finance. The second one, he got a, a giant hike. Yeah. Oh yeah. More sure the second and... one. Because two and three were just cash grabs. Right. You know, Hangover really yeah. should have been one movie. They, there was no need for two and three. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the premise mm-hmm. of being hungover didn't need to be a trilogy and, and losing your mind. It's like we're gonna do two more. It's like doing three plane trains and automobiles right. or three Dumb and Dumbers. You, you don't right. do it. Leave it alone. Yeah. Singular. Right. He's worth. He's only worth fourteen million, Ken well, Jeong. I don't want to get into finances. Fourteen I mean, million is fourteen million. Right. But right. Even if he fails. Yeah. Right. He can always fall back on medicine. I don't know yeah, what right. hospital would take him now. But his wife's a doctor, so he'll never starve. Even though, uh, at some point, I think it's inevitable, people will be sick of him. Oh, hammer of Thor. Yeah, like I, I think, think this is probably it. Like, he's sick. not gonna. He's just gonna. Slowly trick like he'll keep doing the cameos, but like nothing bigger mm-hmm. than his own Netflix special. Where they're giving the giving to everybody chow. now. Everybody, chow, chow, chow. There's chow. like approaching people who aren't even comedians. They're like, do you want a Netflix special to do stand up? I don't write jokes. <laughs> yeah, you probably could get a comedian to write them for you. The guy sure. selling peanuts uh, at Dodger will. Stadium is getting special. <laughs> Netflix. Plug this. He's not silly. to digress too much. But I will plug it because I want to. Well, maybe we can find a clip. Um, so this was on Netflix. Is on Netflix. But I saw it. Um, so there's this program that uh, we that was aired originally in Spain, and I guess it was such a huge hit that it made it to the U.S. markets and uh, probably uh, all over the world because I think. It was just such a huge hit that Netflix everywhere uh, picked it up and put in the subtitles and the the audios, you know, the voiceovers. So um, I had to listen to it with the voiceovers. Godzilla. And it's called, well, the Spanish is called Casa del Papel or Casa de Papel, House of Paper. Oh. And uh, oh. it was retitled um, Money Heist on the U.S. market. And maybe okay. in other countries it's called something oh. else. It's so fucking addictive. Really? Really? Yeah, I was going to walk away from it. Wife was watching it. So oh, I heard that was, was like, really I, good. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna, I don't think I'm going to watch this. And I changed my mind in a very short matter of time uh, because it's so addictive. It's, re- it's just endless. Um, BRB. Edge of your seat type of suspense thing. You, you know that what's going to happen is uh you can kind of read the scene but at the same time you're like damn that was a close call and it's like that for like 24 episodes so you really got to invest a lot of time which i did over the weekend but it's hard like once you're caught up in it it's like earthbound you're stuck i heard it was pretty good i heard from somebody that it's very good. It shouldn't hear that. I'll check it out. I was well, I heard about it from somebody. I, I don't know anything about it. And they're like, oh, you should see it. It's really good. It's 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 subtitles and um, okay, maybe kind of forgot about it. But hearing you say that's very interesting. Addictive. Pretty good. It's it's, very, it's, very it's a mini series or it's a movie. It's a series, and I think they're coming up with a, uh, this year. They're going to do the third 
uh, season. Okay. It's called. But they're War- two seasons in. Yeah. So either Money Heist or Heist or Casa de, de Papel. Casa de Papel, which means the paper the house. Yeah. Interesting. So they so try they to basically break rob into a, a mint. mint. Yeah, a mint. To print money. Yeah. Papel. This is starring uh, Ursula Cobero and uh, Itziara Ituno. I don't know who those are, but they are picked up for season three ah, on Netflix. Chicks. Yeah, I don't know who they were. And uh, yeah, looks like they're getting a lot of accolades. Like Spanish Natalie Portman. She's really I'm looking hot. at her. I'm looking at her. Yeah. No, I mean physically. She's here. It's a great weekend. Yeah, right. Hollywood. Putting her up. What's going on? Interesting. The Paper House. Uh, this weekend you saw a 1987 Alfa Romeo. I was in the Hamptons and I was driving by, you know, one of those typical foreign used car mechanic shops. It wasn't for sale. Um, It was just in the shop, as most of them often are. Sure. And uh, I had to pull over and and take a picture of it. It was really beat up on the inside, like the the leather interior. uh, Because it was, they were all the same. I remember the gray bucket seats with the red piping. Um, but it was nice kind of leather, actually. But this thing was just shredded. It looked like oh, the dog from Turner and Hooch ate the seats. Oh. Now, these were produced from <laughs> Turner and Hooch. These were produced from 66 to 94. <laughs> it's safe to say the body style hasn't changed dramatically in that time. They're still kind of well, the same, right? Right. It was... Um... The, the 87 was uh, actually, uh, I'm pretty sure this was an 87. From 86 to 89, they looked exactly the same. But the Quadrifoglio Verde, which was the uh, the one that I had, um, that was the top of the line from the years of 86 to 89. Again, they looked all the same. They had a hard top. Right. But, um, yeah, that whole series, they pretty much all looked the same up until 95 was when they changed, which was when they stopped importing them here. But they look. But they really killed the body style in the mid '90s. I'm looking at it. Yeah, they. Uh, like 2011 was the last year they put the spider out. You're right. You know your history. And the one that you had. Very good. What kind of, what kind of very good. What kind of engine did that did that pack? It was just a little two liter four cylinder. It had like 125 horsepower. Yeah, it's, it's more for style. Cool looking cars yeah. though, John. We're talking about the Alfa Romeo spiders. Uh, Scotty yeah, saw one this need weekend. A, uh, exterminator reference. Yes, yes, the spider. <laughs> but there are there, were there, two are, there are cool looking cars. Yeah, there was so that one, and then there was like a spider veloce, which is more common. The one that you had though had the cool uh, trim on the uh, the back above the headlights, the tail lights. I mean, it was like a cool body style that they did. Um, yeah, it was it, that car had a lot of problems. I mean, as it was notorious for having, uh, you know, they would rust. They weren't that fast, but um, the they didn't have power steering. It was actually pretty basic. You know, the uh, the car by the eighties, most of the interior was all plastic and vinyl, and uh, right. The the problem I had with it. There was no way to get in the trunk 
Because except with the the latch, you know, the latch on the side. Bodies. Wait a minute, bodies. Wait yeah. a minute. Yeah, yeah the latch in with the a side. key. You prohibit you. So I remember. This is how I lost the car. The you know, there's it's attached to a cord. You pull the trunk latch, and then the cord opens that which is attached to the trunk opens the trunk. Well, right. It broke on me, and I got so frustrated. You fucking piece of shit. Open up. And I took a crowbar. Oh no! And that was it. Oh, oh. Sad day. Would you ever have another one? That's the that's the that's the test. Now, if you love the car, would you get it again? The only spider I would want the '94 that was put out. It was actually made in '93, but as Alfa Romeo said goodbye to the states uh, in '93, they put a '94 model year out. It was called the commemorative edition. And there are only 200 of them made. Uh, that's when I would want. It was it had a beautiful wood grain trim inside it. Um, they're worth a lot of money now because there was only 200 of them. Oh wow! Yeah. How much would you get one now for? Like 40 grand? Uh, it depends on how many miles, but you know the bottom, the low down bottom price is like 20 grand. Yeah, they they've appreciated. Only 200 made. Only 200. Well, we'll have to do even the ones from the '80s have kind of appreciated the one I, the, the one that I saw, which I had, would probably fetch about fifteen grand. And to me, that's too much money. It How just wasn't a good car. For? If I had to buy a, another classic, I wouldn't buy that. Yeah, no, I don't know if I would. I think, uh, based of, on on a car that old. For that price, I'd have to have a disposable income. Be like, fuck it. If it breaks down, it breaks down. I don't know if I can do it. Which policy yeah. on the Triumph? Triumph TR6. It's a fun little car, right? Yeah, I've never been a huge... I'd rather have a Triumph motorcycle, I think, if I had to have a Triumph. Nice cars. Not if I had to. If I bought a Triumph, and it would probably be a, a motorcycle. Yeah. Have you guys ever ridden a motorcycle? No. I don't ride, sadly. I keep saying I'm going to do it, but I don't. I choose um, not to ride. Yeah, I've never. I never have. Too scared. Yeah, I really want to. Dangerous. I, I really do. I just, yeah, I know I'd kill myself on them. Oh, oh, my gosh. That's what they say about motorcycles. It's not when you crash or get hit. It's Or not if, it's when. I mean, it's going to happen. You're going to get hit right. by a car at some point. It's just inevitable. So, yeah. The laws of physics. I mean, if you just watch a bunch of seasons of Sons of Anarchy, you'll probably be able to just pick it up right away yeah. and be fine. Yeah. Cut. Great show. Cut off John's, the... Uh, one of John's favorites. Remember when he, like, cuts off the label on the vest in the one scene? He's like, come here. You're getting kicked out, so I'm going to cut this label that gives right. you, like, a, little... a title in our gang. God. Yeah. So stupid. <laughs> Dumb. Sons of Anarchy. Like, you can just have it. The Suns. So I was watching uh, this show on Netflix called The Umbrella Academy. Check it out. Heard about it. Saw the preview. How was it? The Umbrella Academy. It's cool. It's cool. You, you kind of get a muscle through the first episode. Then within the five first five minutes of the second episode, you're like, oh, shit. 
All right, I'm in. So it's about all these kids with like these supernatural powers. Is that it? And then there's a talking yeah. monkey. I thought I saw these. So okay, it's in a time like in a period of the world or universe, whatever, where like the apes, like Planet of the Apes, like they they have peace with humans. So the apes are just oh. like randomly around. They're completely like intelligent, as intelligent as we are. Right. Um, and on this day, forty-two women all at once were went into labor and they weren't even like pregnant before that all these kids were born only seven of them survived this like professor adopted all of them and turned them into like this super team yeah it's it's really really cool really good ellen page is in it it's called the umbrella academy sounds a little village of the damn chemical romance is that a band True Chemical yeah. Romance, My True Chemical Romance. Yeah, My Chemical Romance. The the lead singer, I think, created this uh, story and somebody else. It has oh, a lot nice. to do with music. It's really good. Mm. Come on, they give so five. So in the Umbrella Academy, it takes place where John F. Kennedy was never assassinated. Yeah, it's like this one kid can teleport and he figures out how to teleport like real early. And the professor's like, yo, stop, Uh, you you know, you're not ready. And he's like, screw you. And he just starts teleporting. And then all of a sudden he time travels and he meets these people who like weave through time, course correct things. Wow. Wow. Mm -hmm. The Umbrella Academy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is a Netflix Mm -hmm. special. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh From Dark Horse Comics. It's like the third comic book company. And like, you know. Yeah, you're right. My Chemical Romance, Gerard Way is the creator and writer. There you go. Of this film. Gerard Way. Way. Dark Horse did the best. Still don't see the fascination of these Bundy tapes. I really don't. Mm. Oh, yeah. People uh, people are glorifying it. Kind of boring. Yeah, I just don't get it. I I really don't get it. I think we talked about this last show, the Bundy tapes. Didn't they sell it like. Tip mentioned it. Yeah, so we dipped the big toe. Didn't they sell it as if it was going to be, like, inside the mind of Ted Bundy? And all he wanted right. to do was talk about, like, his childhood. It's like, yeah, like play in the spring. We would go fishing Never. in the creek. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't like, well, shocking new evidence. It's like, no, you would, you would hear about yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. He's been covered a lot. You know what happened, and he's been dead now for 30 years. It's 30 years since they put him in a chair. Um, Who cares? Right. Yeah, it's nothing new. There's this story of one woman who miraculously escaped his clutches, which is, okay, great. But um, I think there's way too much fascination. Like, this is something that never before heard footage or audio recordings. It's like, well, so what? He did an interview before he was executed. Right. And where he talks not... about his experience as a child, pornography. Yeah. It's nothing Yeah, new. right. It's not like there's any no. yeah, right. great revelation that you're like, wow. Right. You're, you're oh, better off watching the Fire Festival. Your Ja Rule. Right. By the way, have you heard, have you seen Ja Rule's new company? No. Uh, no. He has it on his Twitter. It's called Icon. Oh. And it's like, uh, it's basically like book me. It's like really sad. Like 
you know, like book me for your bar mitzvah. But it's called Icon, which is like I connect, but it's Icon. It's icon. Like, I don't know if Icon is icon. what he wants to use in his career right now. Like, I, I won't be able to look that up as I deactivated my Twitter account. Well, it's on there, oh, but if you just. Is. Oh, you deactivated Twitter? Why? I did. I deactivated Twitter because I said, you know what? I'll just. It, you know, the only reason I kept it, of course, was to promote the show. But we have the the podcast all account, and mm. I'd rather just contribute yeah. on that. I just don't see any purpose anymore to having another social media account, one that um, that I don't care for. And you know what? Milo Yiannopoulos said when he was banned from Twitter, it was the greatest favor that Twitter could do for his career. Oh. And that was inspiring. It was inspiring. Can you actually delete your Twitter, or do you just inactivate it? Is it like Facebook I where just you can't deactivate it? Yeah. 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 No, I didn't really use it. Uh, I still like Instagram. I think Instagram is the most. Um, oh, it's great. Right. Simple. Peaceful. Oh. It's, is it? Yeah. Beautiful. Well, it's productive. I'm a productive yeah, right. member of society by taking pictures that of positive things that people might. Uh, maybe like we can find a clip. People might like to see. Um, it's easy on you and on the viewer. It's a simple exchange I mean, I see people, of graphs. I see people all the time with the never-ending selfies, and I want to be like, oh. come on, bro. you, yeah. you got to get over yourself now. I Have like you, how um, you can put, like, five pictures in one posting. The people that put, like, five separate postings, I'm like, what does it matter with right. you? Is it your first day on the gram? Right. <laughs> <laughs> but my one buddy told me that Kendall Jenner gets paid two hundred fifty grand a post. I mean, what fuck? advertising executive that you can post any time you want? I bet you that's just like you want. If you count the amount of posts she's done divided by her net worth, you know oh. that's what it comes out to. I guess right. It's not necessarily Is it that. Misogynist Twitter or like the, the numbers down, John, you were saying? Like they're just losing Yeah, like 40,000 40, deactivated or 40 million. I don't, I don't know. I forget. 40-something big with a oh, lot really? of zeros. Yeah. People are on board for that potato salad. People are weird about it now. Well, people are realizing that there's just too much negativity. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Twitter's really... Twitter's probably throwing people off left and right. You always... Mm. If you ever like just click on a hashtag in Twitter and just see the people tweeting with the bad grammar and stuff it's like why do you even have a twitter account like what are you who's following yeah. you and it's i like, don't have to sign to on make to twitter one. i don't have to sign on to twitter to see what the president tweets because it's in the news headline every single day and i can just get on google yeah true yeah you could just you can just read tweets uh All speaking right. of ja rules icon uh talent agency where you can book celebrities directly you want to hear some of the big names they have on this website? Oh. I'll give you a hint. Springsteen, Jay-Z, and you 2 are not on it. Uh, but you can book, Stones. if you like, <laughs> for your private party and or your bar mitzvah. Um, if you would like to yeah. book some of these artists that are in hot demand, you can get some great names like The Game nope. and Fat Joe. Mm. And Meta World Peace. On our test? Why Meta World Peace? Because he's a rapper now, obviously. Duh. Get with it, Clark. What would you do? Imagine, like, I think we should book one of these guys. We should put together, like, 20 grand and be like, 
yo, I want like Meta World Peace here. Like, if oh, what is it? Put together party? twenty grand, like, yeah, right. And split it evenly and put it in the bank. Uh, DMX is on there. Uh, you can also get. All right. Basically, it's like everyone that was huge in two thousand one. DMX, Dogman, uh, Swiss Beats, Ashante. Uh, Ashante. Oh, I was thinking Aaliyah. I was like, Back from the Dead. Yeah. So yeah, if you want to get some really the biggest names in hip hop in two thousand one uh, for your wedding, you can do it on icon.me. <laughs> Pretty amazing. Myself. You know who's not on here? I have talent. You know who's not on here? Which is funny is Ja Rule. He's been promoting the hell out of it, but like it looks like they deactivated his name because of all the fire festival stuff. So he's not even on here. Another failed venture by Ja. Someone, someone is calling him. Someone smart is going to call him and be like, yo, use all this. Make fun of yourself. In this movie, I have the perfect role for you. You could redeem it all. Will he? Yeah, yeah right. Will he take that opportunity? Redeem will it all? Will he still think that he can like put on a festival? Oh, there yeah. goes the dynamite. Right. No way. There it is. Could you imagine if you try to do that again? Because he is. He's he said in a recent interview he's going to try to do another festival to redeem himself. He has to do something else to redeem himself. He can't do a festival. No one cares, Ja Rule. You're done. Ja Rule should have went the way of somebody like one of like the Wu Tang guys, like not Method Man or anything, but like one of the other guys. That didn't really do anything after 2000. Like he, they're just kind of sitting they low with their money, and and yeah, produce. Yeah. But Ja Rule's like still trying to be relevant, but it's like he was never <laughs> like Jay Z or anything. Like Eminem, no, 50 Cent, down, pretty much dude. destroyed him. This guy that just kind of like bounced around below everybody good, and then it got spit out. Tried to do do it with J Lo. Spit. Yeah, out. just didn't work. Done. Murder Inc. INC. Yeah. He's like the sum 41 of rappers. You know? It's like he was okay. Oh, yeah, right. Nickelback. Yeah, he's like the Nickelback. I mentioned last time the uh, the movie that he did, the prison movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Which was really bad that he did it with Steven Seagal. Half and dead the or something? tagline of the movie was, So, we all right? Nah, we ain't aight, man. <laughs> we are aight. Wait, is that what he we said? Aight. We are yeah. aight. We are Tremendous I can't, I can't even do that. It's so stupid. We aight. Like, <laughs> they... We aight. Imagine the, the, the read-through, the first read-through of that. They were all laughing after Ja Rule read it. And, oh, this is going to be huge. Everyone's going to say it. You know what he could do if he wanted to like redeem his name? Russian? <clears throat> yeah. Not, not put on another festival. Right. He's trying to like redeem his name and put on a festival. You know, you know what he should do that would really be good is pay the bohemian workers that got fucked out of the money from the fire there festival. There it is. Their money, and that would put him in a good light where people would be like, "Yo, he's doing the right thing," but he's not. He's mm. trying to do more cons of like, "Yo, he has no money. Booking. He has no money. 
No. No, no. What has he made it money from? It wasn't fraud. It was false advertisement. Yeah, yeah, that's fraud. I can just see him sitting there in a cigar, with a cigar, pretending, you know, he's like some big shot. This was a $5 cigar from the gas station. Ja Rule, stop it. Right. Ja Rule, this is a Swisher Sweet that you found from a, in a dead homeless guy's pocket. You're smoking it. That's not a Monte Cristo number four. <laughs> a half-smoked cigar. That you Swisher Sweet. It. Swisher Sweet. Hey, uh, Julio. Julio, Julio Juli- there it is. Juliet and Romeo. Romeo and Juliet. Oh, there Julio, it is. Julio. Juliette. Juliette. So how long is this Me kid and Julio down, down by the be, schoolyard. He should have, what, five years left on his sentence? Uh, oh, six Billy years McFarlane? or something like that? Yeah, yeah, he has six years. I guess he's in his first year. So, yeah, I think you he has five years left. comes out of prison, I think next month is Joe Giudice, and then he's off to his native Italy. Who's that? Yeah, being deported. You know, Teresa and Joe Giudice. Not that I ever watched it, but the Real Housewives of Jersey. Oh, right. No, so none of Joe those Giudice names is getting out of, are household yeah, names. So he's in my getting household. out of prison, I think, next month. What was he in jail for? And, Fraud? Well, that's a, a whole slew of, of fraudulent activity. You know, wire fraud, mail fraud. And, you know, they, they got themselves jammed up by getting on that TV show, which he claims his wife wanted to do. He didn't want to do it. And, uh, you well, know, they were wife. flaunting this Beverly Hills lifestyle over there in, you know, Bergen County or wherever the hell they were. And they got on national television, and they just put it in everybody's face. And then I guess the Fed said, "Hold on a second here. This Hold guy is a plumber or something. It looks like he's doing okay, but uh, you know what's with the the golden bathtub that they're filming in right now?" Um, yeah. So they basically marked themselves. So the immigration courts didn't really have a whole lot of sympathy for him, and now she's she did a year. Uh, I think in like 2015. So yeah. wait a minute, teenage girls at the time, and so she uh, she did her year first, then he had to go to do three years, and uh, so now his his term is up, and he's at the old prison that I used to work at, but he was at the low security, and he's getting out, and he's oh. getting deported. So it's not just de- about uh, deporting the Latin Americans. Who are illegal? Now, this oh. guy lived here from when he was a kid. So part of me is thinking, well, shit, that's that's a little harsh, you know. Maybe he did his time, learned his lesson, but they're not. Uh, they're making an example. Oh, I mean, they're not showing any preferential treatment. This guy's going back to Italy where he hasn't lived since he was like one or two. But how long God. does it take? You know, why didn't you just get your citizenship? I guess that's the other way to look at it. So, Wait, at some point did news. you mention a bathtub full of pee-pee? I think you meant a golden oh, yeah. bathtub, like uh, made oh, of gold. Oh, I thought you were like a golden like a bath, golden like a golden shower, but a golden bath, like that's for like, you know, the real sick freaks. Ooh. Golden pee-pee No, they tub. were like, they were showing clips of him, him and his wife, and of course, they were like the... The typical, the stereotypical family of, the, of uh, oh my fucking wife, the fucking cunt. Oh, and I yeah. guess her shtick is she likes to flip tables over 
So she gets her hands under the palms underneath the table, and when she gets into a fit of rage, you know, uh, throws they the were, table up in the air. They were busy, Grr. busy, busy. Busy, busy. I never saw the show, but I, 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 I never watched it. Yeah. You know, I only know of them probably from. She was on Celebrity Apprentice, I, I remember, with. Uh, I remember oh. Victoria Gotti. I guess they're close friends now, and I think it was Trump's last Celebrity Apprentice season. Oh. I think. Um, I did. Yeah, and I was like, "Who is this? This this is a celebrity." And then I saw her and her husband's face all over the People magazine and OK, all the tabloids. And I was like, "Who are they?" Yeah, and yeah I did hear about that in the news. <laughs> yeah, right. I've never it, seen it, one Real Housewives of anywhere. The house, yeah, I've I've seen the Beverly Hills one by oh, default. God, reality shows, terrible pain. It's just like a never-ending hole because there's like no real ending. Right, they're still right. alive. The um, right. situation is in jail. Bill and McFarlane, right? Aren't they in the same prison? Yeah, he's up there in. Um, yeah, he's in Otisville, which is the most uh, misogynistic Jewish American prison. Corrections facility in the country. Uh, oh, and speaking, of, I, I just read today in the paper. Misogynistic. Walking out as buying misogynistic. beer at a local corner store. Uh, so slime bag Anthony Weiner is now out for good behavior. <laughs> yes. Yes. I hope this guy he's does out. something again. He's so cool. Yeah. He's so funny. He's out. Like he's again? just. His, his, he's like bound to do something Weiner dumb again. Out. Yeah. Wait a minute. He flies down. Or is... flies down. Wait, what was he in jail for again? He was do- sending him. dick pics to girls oh, right. and saying... There it is. And then he did oh, like this documentary. What I would do to you. Then um, he made like this documentary and you, you started rooting for him and then he like got called out for something else. Oh my gosh. Right? I never root for the guy. He's just such a scumbag. Well, you Wiener. know how they do the documentaries. Like, yeah. yeah, like the whole time you're like, no, dude, but that was such a dumb thing to do. <laughs> you can't. You can't win. He even brought me his over. kid. He had a baby. He even held his baby in uh, some of his pics. Ew. Oh my gosh. Wait, did he, was he, did he have to register as a sex offender? He has to register as a sex offender, yeah. Oh my gosh. Jeez, oh, his career is over. I know. I can't wait well, to see what he does. He's such a goon. He's no longer what a congressman. Goon. Sounds like a real goon. Like I, I feel like he's not. He's like an actor playing somebody. Yeah, like he's, Barry Allen or something. Can't check out that think documentary. He'll be in the Republic yeah, right. So. Yeah, right. Damn. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Wiener. Yeah, right. Wiener. Where is Otisville prison? Where is upstate? New York. Okay. It's north of like um, the Pennsylvania border, maybe uh, outside of Port Jervis, that area. Okay. Uh, another great show, Crashing, on HBO. Pete oh, Holmes. Oh, you like that show? You've, Dude, you've talked about it. You've tweeted them. It's really good. It's really, really funny, but like really. It's like his take on a guy being a guy that age with like a similar upbringing, mm. you know, and what it's is, it's hilarious. What does he talk about? Like, what is it a sketch show? I haven't seen it. What does he do? 
He, I mean, he's now? he's like a comedian. He's he's like it's almost like Seinfeld. Like he's himself. He's a comedian, like kind of like a, a a club guy, New York underground comedian, struggling. Mm-hmm. Uh, in like the first season, his wife leaves him, uh, and it's. All right. I mean, that's really all you need to know. It's funny, it, but it's just <laughs> but it's really it's like smart and funny. Like it's almost it's touching at times. Okay. Like the episode it's crashing. The last episode, his girlfriend meets his mom. They go to his parents' house, and I swear, it, I didn't want it to end. It was so good. Is it the first season of it? So it's no, season song. three. Oh. Artie Lang's in a bunch of season one and two. Check your facts. Are they paying Obviously, him not for his in nose season two, or just him? Does he get his nose? Does his nose get royalties from that big fucking schnoz? Sure, because uh, if it gets damp, it could like completely fall off. Hey, honest answer: If you guys woke up with a nose like Artie Lang, would you kill yourself? Like I, I, would, <laughs> I mean, I would go to the doctor, but if they were like it's permanent, I'd probably kill myself if I had that nose from all that cocaine use. Would you I blow your head rhinoplasty. off? Rhinoplasty. Honestly. We'll what the hell is plastic. it? It's just skin that's hanging there. Like he doesn't actually have a nose. Right. Because there's plastic. no bone. The cartilage has been eaten away. Yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah. Okay. So it it's nothing but throat. skin that kind of can be molded and uh, you can right. squeeze it. There's nothing in there. The pimple. Is he going to jail? Artie Lang. He has is he... to. I think he has to go to jail so he can dry out. Yeah. How like old is he? He's not like that old. Like he's in his forties. He's no, not as old as maybe fifties. Maybe fifties. Maybe late forties. That's a show that you early fifties. I, I just can't Quinta. listen to Howard anymore. The Cutting Edge Radio. Uh, I gave him one episode. I hadn't listened to him in a long time, and we had talked about it too. You know, talk about how starting to change. I mean, he's just really changed. That the show is not. Um, something that I could relate to because hmm. it's just it, it's the not the form. same guy not the same show yeah right the long form the long form of the interviews it's, it's he's, like, he's, here's, here's, the, here's every correct. show he he chit chats with the crew he blames somebody for something he picks on an intern then he has a guest hour long interview then they do the news then the show's over that's kind of what they do. He just kind of stays in his little square. From, from YouTube as much as he could. That would be offensive. What would you rather have happened to you guys? I just think he's tired of all that. He's probably would you rather? Yeah, I think he's tired too. Bored of like starting fights. Yeah, he's just or like tired like, of the coast. flack, the fines. Today, in today's culture, he doesn't want like negative headlines. You know, he can get away with that I shit for a while. Can't believe he even does the show. Right, you know, it doesn't. Need He's to kind do of it untouchable. I mean, there's yeah. things that come yeah. up about celebrities like yo in the '90s, he took his pants down on the set of Dumb and Dumber, you know. And then imagine if like the like Stern did nigger claws on his show. Like imagine if that yeah, came right. Out. You know what I mean? Like yeah, these are all. Exactly. He's kind Nobody's of like really untouchable. untouchable. Oh my Amazing. gosh, he's Teflon. He like did it, and now and then like the world copied him, and everyone got offended. Yeah, oh it's, like, it's like a guy going to Okeechobee and taking his pants off, and then oh. someone else gets in trouble for doing it. Strange. I don't know why Okeechobee is to be uh, the, Okeechobee. The tentacle porn debacle. from uh, Minnesota. The tentacle porn Minnesota. debacle. It's a giant Minnesotan population. That's why they named it Okeechobee. Don't you know? Cloud world. Even though it's a Native American tribe. 
Right. Right. I'll be in Minnesota next month. Oh, going to St. Paul? Going to go crack wise. I, I don't St. Paul, Minnesota? Oh. I have a show live from the St. Paul, Minneapolis, Twin Cities. Oh, wow. I've never been there. It's a nice city, right? Is it Minneapolis? Minnesota? I don't know. I've actually never been there either. I've been there. The score has been everywhere. White privilege ads. It's chilly. Chilly. Yes, I, I can imagine. Chilly as... Yeah. Chillier yeah. than chilly. Yeah. Biting, yeah. ball pinching, oh, yeah. ball smashing. Yeah. Cold. Bone marrow freezing. Yeah. Bone, bone rottling. Yeah. Have you guys, you guys have been to Rottling. Milwaukee, right? Wisconsin? Milwaukee. I have. Nice city. I've been to Milwaukee. I have not. Uh, yeah, no, Native I have. Native American? Yes, it is, Pete. I went to the bush thing. Yes, it is, Pete. Uh, Milwaukee is no stranger to visitors. Uh, for years, people have been visiting, which, uh, Milwaukee, which is Algonquian for the good land. Uh, yes, it Pete. is, Pete. That is a deep Yes, it is, Peter. Pete. <laughs> Peter. Pete. Oh my God! That's yes, it is Pete. Is it, uh, yes, it is Pete. Like they're both like like they just got done like a study review. And he's like, "Good job, Pete. You, we just talked about that in class." Yeah, such a great scene. <laughs> but Milwaukee is no stranger to visitors. In the chapter early three, French we're settlers were visiting here as early as 1620s. Uh, isn't uh, Milwaukee an Algonquin an Indian name? Yes, it is Pete. It's Algonquian for the good land. These guys had a party or what? <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> Clark, that was like identical. Like I could see Alice Cooper in my head. Yes, it is. Yeah, I yes, could see is. him turn and look. I think we should start setting ourselves up for every guest that comes on the show just to crowbar like a similar version of that. Like, you know, Jacare will be like, yeah, I grew up in Long yes, Beach. And Mike will be like, isn't Long Beach uh, a Spanish word, even though it's not? And I'll be like, oh, yes, it is, Mike. Uh, it's actually um, Espanol for La Playa Longue. Uh, you know, that sound, that's too good. You know what we should do? We need to, uh, we need to troll a guest. Yes, we, need to have, we need to have a guest on that doesn't know really much about the show, like... Just some random comedian or somebody be like, yo, yes. And then we'll just start asking questions of things that have nothing to do with them. They'll be like, yeah, I have a new show coming out. We'll be like, uh, tell us, what do you think about the economy of Milwaukee from 1975 to 1980? And they'll be like, uh, well, that's a very know? interesting question, Matthew. Yeah, and then Michael <laughs> will be like, no, well, actually. Oh, my gosh. Guys, can I talk about myself? No, we'll oh, get Oh, my there. gosh. Uh, no, oh my gosh! But what do you think about you know? I know like, it's the worst oh. interview. Clark, hasn't it been the worst economy in the country the last three years? The last three years? Yes, it is, Pete. Uh, yes, <laughs> yes, it is, uh, Pete. yes, it is, Pete. Actually, gross domestic product uh, productivity has been down to levels lower than the Great Depression. Right. These guys not a podcaster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not a podcast. Uh, yes, it is me. Uh, it's a Gonquin for uh, a good day. Uh, tweet us at the underscore podcastle. You guys want to, John? You have anything on yes. sports? You guys want to put no. tonight in the dub? Let's W this, Dicky. Yeah, let's W it. it this was a great show. It is. It is late yeah. there. Now that rehearsals are over and we feel loose, we will start recording. <laughs> Welcome to the- now, like. Good night. Good what? what? What do we need? Uh, we need like sign off. I have one that's stuck in my head now that I'll do use. Do it. 
Let's use it. We all need a good sign-off phrase. It's from the show Money Heist, and it's from the song. It's an old uh, song during the fascist Italy days called uh, Ciao Bella Ciao. Bella Ciao, Bella Ciao, Bella Ciao, Ciao, Ciao. Ciao, Ciao, Ciao. I like it. My sign-off. Yeah. My sign-off. I like it. Ciao, Ciao. Ciao. Bitches. Bitches. My wife's name is Ho, bitches. From the gentleman in charge of the Algonquian Goodland, Jonathan Astinger, to the man in charge of Bella Chow Chow Chow, Michael Biscardi, to the man in charge of looking up Algonquian Chow and eating his foot later on, I'm Matthew Clark. Thank you for listening to the podcastle, everybody, and good night. And try the recipes throughout this calendar. Godspeed. Get moving a little more, bitch. There it is. There it is. There it is. The cutting edge radio. The cutting edge radio. the dynamite it's still kabooming oh my gosh oh my gosh the world i fight you i fight myself i fight god just tell me how many burdens left i fight pain and hurricanes today i wept i'm trying to fight back tears flood on my doorsteps life in living hell puddles of blood in the street shooters on top of the building government aid ain't relief earthquake the body drop the ground breaks the poor run with smoke lungs and scarred face who need a hero hero you need a hero look in the mirror there go your hero who on the front lines at ground zero hero my heart